What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. Latest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10stacks. Got the fellas in here with me. Yeah, this is Lando. You can, you can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711 and at the motherfuckers on the barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. The, the Minnesota Timberwolves, just basketball in general. Um, but first, gotta talk about the NFL, man. Last week, any highlights from last week? Y'all want to cover real quick? Before we get into last week, we gotta talk about this trade, man. Snack Harris is here. Snack Harris. So fill me in on Snack, man. What's the what's the big hype around Snack for you, Lando? Around 6'3", 6'4", 355 pounds of muscle, a tank in the middle. He can stop the run, and that's what we've been having a problem with. As oppressive as a win as the Miami game was, we still got gashed with big gaping holes running. Linebackers are getting blocked too easily, and we need a guy in the middle who can, can demand the double team, and we got that right now. Yeah, for sure, man. I think that uh, Snack surprisingly is, for whatever reason, I don't know, I never really looked that much into nose tackles, but I think his persona has always just kind of brought me to him. He's been one of my favorite players the last couple years, and obviously with Odell being there, the Giants used to be something to look forward to or look to, so when he went there, I think they brought him and Janoris Jenkins in the same offseason. I kind of rocked with them boys, and just him coming here is kind of like one of the best things imaginable as far as what we needed for his price, and just the whole situation, give up an extra fifth rounder that we gained from the Lincoln Tomlinson trade, and moving forward, we got him on the contract, like I said, for two more years, pretty reasonably, in a position that we would have had to go out and pay some money for, probably anyways, because a rookie more than likely wouldn't have been able to handle that. We obviously need a pass rusher in the draft, so nose tackle wasn't going to outweigh that. We probably going to go after pass rusher in the first round. Also, clearly we need a cornerback. Hey, man, we call Sack City right now, man. We rank fourth in Sack Yeah, right but now. that's, that's scheme-based, which... We owe a lot of that to Matt Patricia. I don't know. I got to owe that to Deshaun Hand. I got to get that to Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn. That, that, was, way, that, was, a good, that was a good pick. Nico was playing pick. good. At the end of the day, we are getting pressure. And if Zeke can come back and Hyder can come back, we can be on to something. Hyder's been a healthy scratch. Mm. I think that his is going to be more of next offseason. I think, I think that he will be able to make this team next year. But he has to alter his body for the game style. He's been fluctuating between weights. I think he caught in a weird position right now. He played it inside, then he had he excelled at outside. But now the way we got them playing outside, he don't really fit that. So we got to figure his body out and then have another offseason. But I think it'll be. Well, no, now they, they kind of change it because it's not the traditional Patriot just run straight yeah. up the field and just keep outside containment. He got them going after the quarterback. So, I mean, I think Hyder, I think Hyder can help out. But yeah. we got to address, like you said, I think linebacker is a key. We got to get more physical, athletic linebackers in. in yeah, but I, we only need one linebacker probably. One linebacker that you probably can get through free agency now that we got some money opened up. I say two. Ah, I mean, what what is the issue with the linebackers on the on the? Well, the issue is they're not getting off blocks, and if you if you're not getting off blocks, you you can't I play. Mean, we league. didn't have Snacks Harrison up the middle, but still, even if you got a one on one block, you still got to be able to 50-50 that yeah, matchup. But I, they were just losing just, the matchup. Davis is playing a lot better right now. I think that. Obviously, you like that Devon Kennard. He's always going to take – I'm counting him as one of the linebackers, too. That's what I'm saying. That. Christian Jones has been playing better, but he's the one that I, we need to replace, clearly. Like, he's not – And they, they all take players off. Like, yeah. I've seen Kennard get, get washed exactly. away the black, so too. So. I think that our biggest needs to me as far as draft capital is cornerback and pass rusher. 
anything else can be addressed. So if they want to go after a linebacker, we don't have a third-round pick currently. We might get one as a comp pick, depending on who leaves. Obviously, Ziggy and Golden Tate. Their, their contracts are up, and it, it's been a rocky year for both of them. One, because he hasn't been on the field. And Golden Tate, he still has these weird weird games where he might fumble or he drops some of these passes, and then he had to show up situation. So I don't know about them coming back. Draft capital, I'm looking at a pass rush in the corner early. Anything after that is just bonus to me. But we're in a really good position. The Bob Quinn meter was sinking fast out the gate. It's turning around. To it's turning around a little bit. But, like, you got guys like Alshon Robinson who just. Alshon you know, Robinson is very highly rated by PFF right now. He's very highly rated. He's one of, football, he is football. one of the top 15 interior defenders. And in he's NFL been, he's right been now. a few healthy scratches. They wouldn't have won. That got, was early. They though. wouldn't have won. Got no, 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 no. Person, no, no, no. He doesn't play that position anymore. He plays the, the three technique. Uh, the person who was the problem was Sylvester four. Williams. And as soon as Snacks got, got here, they cut him. They cut him. They cut him. And he was a free agent. Well, I think that I think that that Ashawn Robinson, his situation was more of a demotion for progression. They looked at it as you something is wrong with you. It's mental. We need to, to treat you a certain way and we'll get the best out of you. And I think he handled it perfectly. Well, look, he sat down as a healthy scratch and then he came back and played some I think the they go, they go, in a while. They're gonna run a, a base three four and like the only time you really gonna get in is goal line. And rotational. And I'm and fine with that. Obviously. Yeah. But no, you can't a second round pick can't you can't get out of that. I mean, but shit happens. The the T's taper thing, that's the only miss to me that's just looking blatant. Michael Roberts is starting to turn it around. He had a good and that's Bob I mean, um, like I said, Jimbo. Cooter. Cooter is turning it's around. Start, he's starting to use the tight ends. And that's what and I called it out. I'm like he has to <laughs> utilize the tight ends and he did that. I think that everything is kind of going the way that we need it to go down the stretch right now. As far as our team clicking, we're starting to get snacks. We got Snacks Harrison here who fills up a big hole. We're starting to see better Gerard Davis. And one thing to me, the defense is starting to gel and trust themselves. Offense already knew what they were capable of, but the defense is starting to understand these might be our weaknesses, but together we can push through this. We can we can figure this out. If I trust you to my left and I trust you to my right, then we can make something happen. And right now it's it's starting to trend in the right direction to be a Lions fan. You know what I'm saying? Be a good thing to be a Lions fan right now. With the weak NFC North, looks like we're in a good position. None of those teams look too too powerful for us to topple. It's, it's definitely going to be competitive. Um, and then on the other side, if we stay in Michigan, Michigan State took that fat-ass L, dog. Yeah, let's, let's dig into that, man. That, that was, was the like, season. That, season over with for us. That was like uncle. And um, they bought the, they might lose this week. Purdue just... Got off I of just, beat. I just said the season is over. Shout, out to, to shout out to Purdue. No shout out to Purdue. Shout out to Purdue, man. But they come to East Lansing, man. They're they looking to drop another 49. So, I mean, this this can get real ugly really, really fast. And we just I, lost to Michigan. I see, it's I see Jim Harbaugh talking about the Bush League shit that was going on before the game. And, now, and Tom Izzo. And, that, and that's the thing. Tom Izzo had to come out and step in and, and say. I well, think that he need to watch his fucking mouth. Because he ain't really beat nobody. He beat up on a, a battered Michigan State team with no run game. And our quarterback just they crumbled this season. Our top receiver, top two receivers was hurt. He don't have the the leeway to be talking right now. Jim Harbaugh ain't did shit. Hey, if you win, you can talk. Nah. Man, I, and I felt bad for Felton Davis. I felt bad they was beat up. But, hey, if you win, you nah, can talk. If you a, lose, you got to just sit there. Beat Ohio State, nigga. And then you say something. Ohio State ain't looking like nothing right now. Beat him. Tying up. Is... November 6th, is that the season right there, man? Because if we beat them, we go into the playoff. We, we go to the Big Ten Championship, and then we go to the playoff probably, man. What are you thinking right now, I'm dog? thinking playoffs. 
And I'm just I'm just thinking, man, uh, hey, I just want to see how we match up against Alabama. I'm tired of y'all boys down there playing cupcakes. Mm. I'm tired of y'all boys down there. Easy work. Never want to travel no place. Everybody got to come there. Come see us. Nah. Come see us on the big stage. I'm not even thinking about Michigan State and none of that Big Ten shit. I'm thinking big. Right. I'm yeah, calling out Bama. Time, uh, big Ten team said some shit like that. It didn't go so well for them. That was Michigan State. Yeah, they got so bent well. over, but they, they're different. We got a better defense yeah, they there. It didn't go so well for them. Um, uh, moving on, I guess we can go through the picks this week. And that game also, backtracking, that game was very janky. Austin called it. If it wasn't for the one janky Donovan Peoples-Jones touchdown, the game looked a lot different. Than that that kind of just opened the whole game up because we knew that Michigan State couldn't score at that pace. They couldn't score three touchdowns. It wasn't going to happen. So, I think that that just kind of messed the well, game. The niggas had to score on, like, a trick play, man. Like, I honestly, like, they got bullied. They got bullied. They got bullied. I would have knew Cody White wasn't playing, and then you can't predict that Felton Davis is going to go down. And it's always windy. And, look, I, I get that. But they lost. They did. And anytime I try to make them the base in the past, and people laughed at me. You lost. Them boys lost. They lost. That's, that's what we're going to do. They're going to lose against Purdue. Probably. Look, we lost to Michigan the season. That's the season. The season yeah. is over. Season in, in the state of Michigan, no matter what you do after that, once you lose to the opposite team, the season is over for that other squad. So, it is what it is. That's true. Let's, uh, let's get into these picks, dog. Let's get into these NFL picks for the week. Oh, I best place my phone. Do you have a pen I can borrow no, oh, I got one. So, last week, be nice. Hot boy, football guy for sure. He's a big-time football guy of the week. He guessed 13 of the 14 games correct. Missed one, the Philly-Carolina uh, game. And since we're speaking on that, you know, we haven't reached this portion of the show yet, but I'm going to give an early shake in my head at one particular NFL player because you cost me perfection last week. Starting cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Mills. Ooh. You cost me perfection. Mm. Missing tackles down the street. You've been getting picked on all season. It ain't affected me because I ain't been no Eagles fan, but it it got me. And I searched your name. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that hate you. You can add me to that list because I don't fuck with you. Jalen Mills. The city of brotherly love don't fuck with you. There's a lot of people that don't fuck with you. You probably never going to hear this, but know that I don't fuck with you. No, he don't fuck with you, dog. So, Lando, me. We got some real catching up to do, man. Be nice leaving us in the dust. It's week eight. But you know uh, what? We looking like Julio Jones right listen, now. Listen, listen, listen. He scored a touchdown. Listen, this is what Be Nice always does. He start off the year hot and then he loses. And then he blames it on basketball and the, the weather. Ooh, be nice and, and I'm not yeah, feeling I'm not feeling good. But no, nah, I'm just about to flip the switch on this nigga. All right. Uh started up Eagles versus Jags. Lando. Now uh, be nice. Who are you picking? Shit, this is a bad game. Yeah, this is London too, ain't it? London game. <sighs> Blake Bortles is starting, by the way. Blake Bortles starting. Yeah. Give me the Eagles, man. Ooh, be nice going with the Eagles. Man, I already know what you got up your sleeve. I know how you. I'm going with the Eagles. Ooh, he surprised uh, me. I thought he was gonna go out on a limb there. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I go out on a limb? Um, defense travels overseas. Defense Them niggas have been getting lit, lit up. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the Eagles on this one too, just cause uh. The pressure's off. According to their head coach, the pressure is off of them. So there you go, man. They a pressure-free football team. Uh, Ravens versus Panthers. Be nice. It's a good game. It's in Baltimore? Uh, I don't know. I think it's in in North Carolina. We, I think yeah. it's versus in North Carolina. So, yeah. Or, yeah, they play in North Carolina. Yeah. So it's at the Panthers. I don't know if Flacco's arm is going to travel. I'm going to go with Carolina. Ooh. 
Orlando. No, Carolina. Oh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Last week they weren't supposed to lose for real. I was a little janky the way they lost. Uh, Justin Tucker don't never miss those extra points. So I'm riding with that. He did that shit, though. He missed that bitch. Broncos versus the Chiefs. Be nice. Clean sweet. Yeah, I think we all riding with the Chiefs on this one. I don't think they're going to lose another game. Maybe to the Rams, but maybe not. Uh, Browns at the Steelers or versus the Steelers. Be nice. I think the Steelers kind of starting to hit they, they stretch right now. Mm, it's after the bye week, too, ain't it? Yeah, they starting to hit they stretch a little bit. Mm, Lando. Well, I got the Steelers. Wow. I'm going with the Browns on this one, dog. Ty Haley is not calling the plays no more. Back to 1-16 calling the plays. So, I'm going to ride with that nigga. I don't see what Hugh got for me. Uh, Buccaneers versus Bengals. I'm not a Jameis fan. Give me the Bengals. It don't really matter where it's at. Mm-hmm. Lando. I got the Buccaneers. Wow. Um, it's not on primetime, so I want to go to Bengals. They're not a primetime football team. Sure. But I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one just because. Just because, man. I don't... They got a high-powered offense right now. So, I'm not, I just don't like Jameis. Yeah, Jameis ain't really got small hands, dog. Uh, Jets versus the Bears. Be nice. The Jets ain't been able to do it for me except for to the Lions. So, I got to go with the Bears. Orlando. Uh, give it the Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears, too, man. They need a bounce back game. And they last place in the division, huh? Ain't that funny? No, we tied for third or something. Yeah, tied, yeah, tied with us. They finna be last. <laughs> uh, Washington versus the Giants. Be nice. <laughs> Washington. Ooh. The Giants probably going to lose all the rest of their games. Orlando. You said twelve and four. We need to remind the viewers of that. Yeah. No, twelve no. Hey, and listen, four. Hey, listen. The Giants. You say eight and eight. You the, say ten and six. You the Giants. The Giants. Five, nine and seven. The Giants are trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just look. They are. They're. They're trash. They're a dumpster in the wintertime. They are cold garbage. <laughs> but you know what? Just because I, I had some high hopes for them, I got to go to Giants this week. I don't know why. Look. There's no reason why to pick them, but hey, I got to. I mean, honestly, though, it's a division game. Yeah, they it's could. It's a pride thing. You still got Odell Beckham and San Quan Barkley. Barkley. They're still men. Like, at the end of the day, fight, you know? No, there ain't too many men on that team. That's yeah. A lot of bitches. So you want the Giants? Want the Giants? Uh, I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins, though. I ain't fuck with the Giants. Them niggas absolutely suck. Trash. Uh, Colts versus the Raiders. Be nice. Give me the Colts. That's mm. another another bad, bad organization right there. Uh, Lando. Yeah, give me the coach, man. And John Gruden is just trading everything away, getting new players. Derek Carr was crying over there. Good morning, football though. Nate Brunson said he respected and he liked what John Gruden was doing. He said that it's a new the team that's going the to Vegas, that, so he want his guys. The dude who reached in his car. He reached in his car to eat Happy's Pizza when we were yeah. four and two. He yeah, reached in yeah, his yeah, car to eat. Happy's Pizza. I don't want to hear nothing from Nick Burleson. Yeah, no, John Gruden just tore that team up. No, but that's what he's saying. It's like I, he rebuilt from the ground. He got a lot of draft He didn't capital. have to do that. He did, though. No, he didn't. Once they would have been no, okay. Once he got rid of Khalil Mack, he, he shouldn't have got rid of Khalil <laughs> Mack. He, he was all the way nobody in. in Vegas, way nobody in, in Vegas is going to go pay and watch this team. I mean, what if he draft like eight studs next? The Knicks got some money. Oh. <laughs> none he of them. None of, I, I put the money, money on it. No, None I, of them picks are going to be better than Khalil Mack or Mark. I, I mean, probably not. 
Yeah. Probably not for sure. Derek but Carr was crying. Derek Carr probably going to be the next nigga out the door. They then they like, eight picks. Then they're going to have another, they're going to get another team. I mean, they got to get another team. The Raiders wouldn't really shit last year anyway. And then this year they came in. They, 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 had, they had pieces in place, I think place, they made man. their first mistake when they paid Derek Carr. They made their first He made his first mistake by trading Khalil Mack. You don't do that. I they mean, never going to have a player as good as him. No, probably not. But I mean, like <laughs> last year, he did have a point. Last year, they was ass. They won one in five. Yeah, what are they now? I mean, but thing is, windows open and shut. And then oh, they shit is gonna shut. The Chiefs are gonna no, be I mean, good. The Chiefs are gonna be good for years. Them niggas go state. Them niggas go go state. Chargers are gonna be good. Broncos gonna be good. Once you get the pan niggas, they don't really. Yeah, what you got to fit the How many years you think Philly Rivers gonna be playing? Bro, they got a better team in place than what the fuck the Raiders got going on. Raiders, this they is like this is a this is a sick they didn't set themselves back about six years. No, I ain't gonna say six. Yeah, yeah I, I will. Say like two. They got four first round Two picks. years? Carr was had him at twelve before like his third He's about to be out the door because he crying and he yeah, don't know John Gruden. He don't want to run. Why two banana? And that's the thing. It's easy. Well, no, who is that veteran on that team? It's it, it would have been Khalil Mack. It's easy. So on that team. On what team? Khalil Mack and Derek Carr got drafted in the same same. What, draft. what team? What, what, when they went you talking about this season? Two years ago, who was they veteran? They had no old niggas. Everybody was Bro. like three, four years in the league. But I'm saying they were growing together. Now you done broke them apart. Fifteen. And that's the thing. Listen. Being an analyst and being a coach is just two different things. I've sat here and I watched John Gruden analyze guys, talk about how good guys is, talk about how he can do this and that. That shit don't work with just coaching. You got to build a foundation, man. And you didn't tore that one down. Yes. For his, he building his they own not gonna, foundation. They're not. That's gonna, he's he's going to be going in four years. He's going to be going in four years. He's not doing everything he I said. He said he got to build a foundation. No. He's I'm just saying. It was, a good, fo- it was a good foundation there. You can't make those guys better. If you're supposed to be this guru, you got to get your own guys in there because they, they ain't buying into them. <laughs> Um, stop! No, hey, y'all stop, stop! Stop sticking up for John Gruden. His record is one and six. Yeah, that's it. No, he's he's, he's doing an awful job. Bad, like, he is. That's they, they are. Yes, they are. I don't think yes, so. they are. Oh, man, I think you just got something. Yes, they are. Right now, yes, they are. Yeah, Haas was wrong. And Haas owed me sixty dollars. Yes, they are. I ain't gonna lie though. Ain't Mac all that money and then still to be garbage. They wouldn't have been no better. Like with Khalil Mac, they would have been better. They would have won. They would have won three games this year. They would have won three games. They won three games. What you mean three games? They shit. Every game matter. What are you talking about? Three games. They never doing in one game. Like you. What are you talking about? They would have been a playoff. What are you talking? What is he talking about? Three games. They talking about three and three and four. And they they would have. That mean they would have. If they want, they would have four wins. They would be four and two. What are you talking about? Four and twelve is weak. Four and two right now. They would have won right now. Yes, they would have. They done lost some close games. Man, they would not have had no. Yes, they would. They would have four wins. No, because the Bears don't even really got four wins. They got, they got three. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He would have gave them four more wins. Much better team than the Raiders. <laughs> no, not a much better team. Not their offense. Their offense is not as good as the Raiders. But they, that's the talent. Why? That's the guaranteed thing is better. Amari yeah. Cooper is better than every receiver. Nope. Allen Robinson. Robinson. Yes! Amari Cooper better than Allen Robinson. Robinson. What's the last thing Amari Cooper ever done? This thing Because he don't got a good coach. And he don't have a good coach. Him dropping the passes don't got shit to do. Allen Robinson drops passes. Bro, but when is the, where is the last Amari Cooper highlight? When is the last Allen Robinson highlight I said? Oh, he did, man. They lost. They lost. They lost. Bro, because he's running wide two banana. Wide two banana. The last time I seen Mark Cooper do something is when they was in New Mexico and he caught. New Mexico? You mean Mexico City? Wherever they Yeah, Mexico City. Mexico City. Wherever they were. They played football in New Mexico. And then. And then they fucking, I think they lost that 
weekend too. That nigga weak. That nigga don't do anything. That Gruden, same shit he said about Khalil Mack. We was ass with that nigga. We yeah, gonna be ass with him. I was not making no difference. For sure, we was ass with Amari Cooper. Bro, <laughs> Two they, years. They, they they two years. Play all the games. We gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see Amari Cooper with the Cowboys. He's gonna play better because they have a better. Better offensive system around him. Is he? The Cowboys' offensive system been shit. Because they don't have no receivers. They don't have no receivers. Now they got a receiver. They had Dez. And Dez wasn't getting no touches. No, Dez, that's not the... When the first year... The first year they had Dak and Dez, that was Dez. That nigga last year wasn't no fucking receiver. He was a diva. He said he wasn't ever the number one option. Yeah, and he admitted to that shit. That, that tell me a lot about him as a man. He's going to be the number one option. They traded a first round pick for him. Mm-hmm, bro. They, he gonna have to y'all niggas wrong about the Raiders. I told y'all I, I was right about the Raiders. Move on. That they ass, okay. Yeah, they trash. <laughs> and John Grew trash. Uh, 49ers versus the Cardinals. Oh, shit. Yeah, give me the 49ers. Nah, don't jump on the CJ Behar train not, man. Mm. What the fuck the Cardinals got? <laughs> Them niggas no, get no, beat by 40 every day. Train, so give me the 49ers because I've been on the train, man. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. The 49ers ain't really got no defense. And, uh... They got Byron Left, which is the offensive coordinator now, man. New guy calling the plays. You got to roll with that first game. Uh, Packers versus the Rams. Be nice. Clean sweep. The Rams. The, I, I don't think nobody done enough to pick the Packers. I think them niggas, like, I was watching Colin Cohart. He said it. they like a 10-point underdog or some shit. Yeah, they going to lose. That's crazy. Yeah, they gonna lose. <laughs> that you gonna, is crazy. The Rams are going to beat the Patriots. Uh, gonna, Packers, yeah. I'm going with the Packers on this. A 10-point underdog? Yeah, Vegas you think getting, Vegas that wrong? Vegas get niggas like that. They get suckers. That's a sucker bet for sure. That's a sucker bet for sure. The Packers have everything. Look, the Rams, let me break it down for y'all. Aaron Rodgers is down there, got a super high completion percentage. He did say he think the Lions going to beat the Rams, too. Aaron Rodgers has a super high completion percentage when he's outside the pocket. The Rams have no outside rushers. They have no cornerbacks. All Aaron Rodgers needs to do is sit back and throw that bitch. He about to throw that bitch, he about to win the game. They also ain't got no offensive line either. I mean, yeah, but... That shit really. We talking about Aaron Donald. That shit really. That shit is going. That shit about to be an increase of you know rough in the past. No, the Rams go. Rams go win big for sure. I like it. You got a good prep talk, but they they go. Saints versus the Vikings. Saints. No more of that miracle shit. It's New Orleans. Are y'all going Saints? Yes, sir. I'm going the Vikings on this one. I'm zagging, bro. Big zag on this one. Uh, Patriots versus the Bills. Clean sweep. Derek Anderson still in the backfield. Um, and then the talk. And then Lions versus the Seahawks. I believe a clean sweep. I'm going the Lions. Right, man. I'm gonna go with the Lions too on this one, though. I do got. No, I hurt y'all niggas, man. Y'all Russell Wilson type niggas. I'm a big Russell Wilson fan, though. I, I think they got a chance. It's gonna be a good game. No, it's gonna, gonna be way, gonna be way good game. more competitive game than I don't know if niggas think, but. No, they, it's not gonna be a blowout or nothing like no, that. Who said I think that? We got them by like ten points. Ten points. I can, we got them by three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying what's the Vegas line. I think we're going to win by like 10 points. No, no, we probably win by three at the most. No. Ain't nobody stopped Russell Wilson. Um, what? I, I think that's it. That's it for football, right? We want to do fantasy. I mean, like I said, strong starts this week. <laughs> Andrew Luck, <laughs> um, James Winston, Andy, Andy Dalton. You want to go with those guys. Baker Mayfield should have a good game against uh, – the Steelers defense, man, like it's it's nothing coming that way. Uh, running backs, more running back list. Yeah, like I said, man, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, carry on Johnson, carry on Johnson. Look like he's gonna be the workhorse. So definitely go Ty Gurley. He's gonna run all up and down the Packers uh, team. So 
definitely he should score about three or four touchdowns this week. So yeah, you're strong starters this week. But that's pretty you much think it. Carry on and Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley would score three touchdowns this week. Oh, man, man. They don't carry on the touchdowns. If he don't get that bitch from outside the 40 to score that bitch, I don't know if he's scoring that bitch. Bro. He, he got to be the workhorse back now. He got to. He got to. I mean, Blunt is getting like the goal line touches, but carry on Johnson, the 155 yards rushing, I think he gets two touchdowns this week. I don't know, man. That's like predicting the Julio Jones. Is Julio Jones gonna score a touchdown this week? I mean, who they play, man? They don't play this week. No, they off. Totally not. He probably <laughs> scored, <laughs> he'll score one in his backyard. So. No, man. You said he was gonna score last week, dog. I thought he was, man. <laughs> you told me he was gonna score two touchdowns three weeks ago. I thought he was. <laughs> I don't call the plays. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, hey, man. Booker McFarland said that the defensive linemen pee on themselves. Yeah, that was funny. You peed on yourself? I ain't never peed on them. I ain't never played D-line, but I ain't never. Like, you peed on yourself mid-game? He no. said, Odell Beckham got up, he had to go pee. Called him a diva because yeah. he went to the back to go pee. He said, us, we just go to the sideline, sit on a bitch, you do your business, and get up. No, that's just nasty. Yeah, and nasty. then and you get, like, a, all types of affections like that because you got tight-ass fucking pants on. Booker McFarland, he, people getting, he getting in the way of fans. He got his little contraption growing up and down the field. Fans don't like it. I mean, there's a TV on the back. I don't really like him. He just, I don't know. He's not a sellable character to me. He better Jason Witten. Yeah. All them niggas suck. Tony Romo, all them niggas suck. ESPN is trash. I'm going to say that for a while. ESPN as a whole is trash. It's trash. From morning to night. Except for Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose is the only guy. too many NFL voices I enjoy hearing. It's not too many of them. You got the Joe Buck niggas. I don't really want to hear that nigga either. I like Trey. I don't even consider People like Chris Collinsworth, shit like that, I consider them NFL guys like, yeah, ESPN, I'm straight Kyle's out. worth actually know what he's talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's good. Don't get me wrong. The Sunday, like, with Boomer and Randy Moss and shit, that's, like, funny. Yeah, it's entertaining, but, but it's I don't want to hear them do the game, though. Yeah, nah, I come here and do the game. Uh, yeah. Look at McFarland, big boofy, pop up in the middle of the game. Like, hey, nigga, I don't want to hear this He got shit. a box-ass head, too. Like. I like <laughs> the niggas, to be honest, dog. They just be bringing up weird shit, dog. Yeah. Every time Stafford play, I always talk about Clayton Kershaw. I always talk about Pat Mahomes. Like, they... Do y'all like the way they trying to sell Pat Mahomes now? Like they just selling him big time. And it's like back in the day, it used to be running backs that got sold big time. But now it's trying, they trying to sell these quarterbacks. And quarterbacks don't really got personalities like that. They kind of boring. Kind he of is murder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he about to be the face of the league, so you, you got to. I mean, the running backs be real country, so they be like Marshawn Lynch type. Of dude. But I'm saying so, like back cool. in the day, you know, it was the Barry Sanders. Them was the superstars. Them was the niggas you wanted to be. You wanted to be a running back. It's kind of murders too, though. Them ain't some cool niggas. Yeah, Emmett know. was funny, and Barry was yeah, just he laid back. I like Barry. You know? Barry was smooth. He was laid Smith back. Is, I don't not like his. Program. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, his he was just like a funny guy. He wasn't better than Barry. He tried but, to you know. be. No, I'm yeah, saying, he, tried. he tried to be. Yeah, exactly. Guy. I wouldn't say he succeeded. I heard some Emmett Smith. Though. You got to personality like superstars got to make them. Like Deion Sanders was just he was just Deion. That's just him. You know, some quarterbacks you get the flashy guy, but. You know, you got to make Pat Mahomes the guy because he he the face of the league now. Yeah, he's the most talented. You got to make the most talented be a superstar in some degree. Mm. All right, man. Uh, shout out, shaking my heads. I guess I started off, man. Shout out to Blake, MVP Griffin. Shout out to the Pistons. Middle name. Dwayne Casey, the whole squad. This is this has been. A pleasure to watch this team the first four games, man. I told everybody they would have a good team. I said all we needed was a different coach. I like the way the team is flowing together. That is my first shout-out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Shout-out to Purdue. I got to give a shout-out to Mo. Mo called this. Mo texted me. 
He was like, Purdue is going, you know, this is a tough game. I'm like, man, you bullshit. Like, Purdue lost to Eastern. Like, Ohio State should run through them. Shout out to Purdue, man. They made my Saturday night. I had the biggest smile on my face. Big shout out to Purdue. Shout out to Michigan for beating Michigan State and, and making uh, Be Nice look silly. Um, TV shout outs. Uh, Netflix got the Making a Murder 2. If y'all fans of the podcast know me and Jay Gans went back and forth on this. This season should prove either one of us right. So, hey, shout out to that. Shout out to HBO, man. HBO last boxing fight is tomorrow. Daniel Jacobs, 165-pound champ. He's fighting. Very entertaining fighter. fighter so, yeah. Uh, oh. about the yeah, Lakers about to win. And uh, music, uh, I guess the Juice World. Shout out to that. Are you listening to that? I did, man. World I on drugs. I like world on drugs. I like uh, fine china. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Shaking my head. This is my music shout out, but it's really a shake in my head. Quavo album stopped me from listening to any more music. <laughs> I thought it wasn't even that bad, but it was just so not good that I just was like, you know what? I think I'm good. I've been listening. To, I tried to listen to too much music at once, and I took a chance with this nigga, and then I, that shit just. I had to listen to music it, in like two weeks. There was no effort on that shit. He didn't try at all. Yeah. Like, it was the worst throwaways of like. And I think the biggest problem with what I'm saying is, is that I actually do think the nigga tried. Because it's a scheme to what he's saying. Like, he got some shit he trying to talk about on that bitch. Badly done. Yeah, that shit was the worst thing he could have did, though. He killed my He homie. a melody guy. Probably need to stick to the melodies. Like, the, the figuring out and orchestrating the music. Probably ain't they, they strong suit. You know what I'm saying? He killed my whole musical taste, bro. That's not cool. Uh, it's just been too much music coming out lately. But I, I do agree with the shout. Shout out to the NBA, man. It's been pretty nice lately. A lot of games. A lot of close games, dog. Uh, shout out to NBA Streams Reddit. If you want to watch these NBA games and you don't got League Pass, you can go watch them on NBA Streams Reddit, dog. And I'm a, that site is very high traffic from my IP address because I'm on that bitch every day, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Um, that's about it for me. Oh, was shaking my head at Red Dead Redemption. I'm not playing that shit. Hey. Big time not playing. You was playing. gonna buy that shit, though. I'm, no, who, me? You was gonna buy that nah, shit. Gonna buy no, that no, shit. no. Not gonna buy it. I was gonna buy it to be silly or some shit. Yeah, you was gonna buy that shit. I ain't shit. buying that shit. Fuck that country-ass game. I ain't fucking with that, bro. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna shake... I already shook my head at Jalen Mills. Mm. Part two. Shaking my head at you again, Jalen Mills. You gotta get this work. Uh, I wanna shout out... Shout out to... I ain't gonna shout out Blake Griffin, man. Shout out Blake Griffin, cause you 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 impressed me, dog. I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't high on you. I didn't know what the fuck we was doing. We got you here. But you done turned your game around, man. I respect that shit. You know what I'm saying? You change yourself, you done more for what the NBA is right now. And I see the effort. I see the work. I respect that shit, bro. So you got a fan in me, bro. Shaking my head at Reggie Jackson. We still need to get that nigga up out of there. We getting the best he gonna give us and it ain't good enough. I ain't fucking with it. Not for eighteen million dollars. I'm straight on you. We can put that shit to the DPS schools or something. You know what I'm saying? Donate that shit. So he don't deserve it. Not worth it. Um, I was shaking my head at whoever sent these bombs out to people, man. Niggas sending bombs to the president. And, you know, not to say that I fuck with Trump, but they sending bombs to President Trump, President Obama, President Clinton, Vice President Biden. Like, this some wild shit that's going on right now. I don't know what the fuck is and up with I that I see shit. that a lot on forensic files. That's very dangerous. It's, it's really hard to stop that. And Trace, it takes a few times for that to happen for you to really find out who is doing it. That is very dangerous. And Jamel Hill pointed out, man, it's putting a lot of other people at risk too, like the mail carriers and shit. That's some crazy oh shit too. Like goodness. you just get blew up on mistake. Like I didn't even know who this package was going to. Yeah, Nigga, it blew me up. That's just imagine like a, that's like the 
worst case scenario for a bad day. You just they already don't like your job. You fucking <laughs> delivering mail and that bitch just blow you up, bro. Wow. You just like, oh, not the fuck. What God. the? I hate this shit. Yeah, it's probably like, you know, this is my last day on the man. job, man. I'm about to quit. Retire. They said what? They, they said it was a package of bomb. Where? Bomb where? That was yeah. my. That was <laughs> me. You said I'm gonna get fired. No, I still get my picture. Oh, no, hell no. I know it's bomb, no. Dang, see, that ain't right, bro. Shit. That ain't cool. So they need to stop that, dog. Whoever doing that, you, out need, of to, you need to stop. Hey, you. <laughs> you need to stop, bro. Oh, also, shout out to Alvin, man. He hooked me up with some good tickets, bro. Some good seats. Hey, my nigga Alvin, smooth nigga. Shout out to Austin, too, man. He retweeted this video of these little girls dancing and getting their phone taken in school. <laughs> no! Like, it was secretly a, a world that I found, like, a year ago, and I never told nobody about it. It's a little under, underground world on Instagram of little kids dancing hey, and doing shit. But the video weird. Austin retweeted, that shit had my stomach. Oh, uh, these little girls, Linda. These little girls dancing. Then they're... <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I gotta show it to you. Hold on. So I'm gonna talk about it through the through the through the video. Little girls dancing, right? They got a routine. They got a little routine. They in the school bathroom, and as soon as they start recording, the principal just walks in. Dog. It, it just takes the phone, and you can see when one girl spins, she just she like. Just, <laughs> Her eyes just why everybody just lock on yeah, because they know that shit over. And it's like four girls you can't go time. back in the back in the stuff. She could. She yeah. can't go back in no, the No, hold on, wait a minute. Rule number one of a performer. You gotta have you one never, time. No, no. You never stop performing. Uh, you never stop. It don't matter. Anything can happen on stage. You just gotta keep on grooving. And the one girl seen it. She saw a girl walk she in before. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it was just like it's all over the camera. Damn, y'all cooked. She, <laughs> she was all <laughs> cooked in this bitch. Yeah, that's the funniest shit. That is the funniest <laughs> shit I've seen today, dog. So just let y'all know, man. Look that shit up if you follow me on Twitter. Um. So let's get into the NBA, dog. Uh, so they didn't trade Jimmy Butler. Yet. No, it is just. I think we need to start a few steps back. So we see Cat call himself shooting the three last night. Air balls. He having a horrible game. Just playing bad all around. And turns immediately and his thumbs up. Hey, come get me. I'm ass. And I think right now people see that the Minnesota shit ain't gonna work. Tibbs is forcing this to jail because he want to keep his job. He want to win. He want his guy, which is Jimmy Butler. Because Tim's ain't never about talent. Tim's is a hard works beat talent type of guy. That's how his brain works. If we work hard and we, we practice hard and we, we play defense, we'll win. He don't got that shit with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wicks. He know that. Jimmy Butler is disgruntled. He put this fire under them. They thought it was going to get him, like I said, with the A'shaun Robinson thing earlier in the show. Sometimes you put things in people's mind like a Jedi mind trick or you know reverse psychology. Hey, you ask, might make somebody play better. Some people, you tell them they ask and they want to go jump off a bridge. And that's what Carl Anthony Towns looked like. He looked like somebody just took his lunch money. Somebody just took his girlfriend. Something bad is going on in his life. And it starts with Jimmy Butler. And I think Houston sees that. that they, Minnesota almost ain't got no, no choice but to trade him right now. But what we're hearing is that this talk stalled for so long that Houston has to be aggressive. And in this aggressive way... It's a rumor going around from Adrian Wojnarowski that they are offering as much as four future first-round picks. Obviously, players will have to be included based on money. You would assume one of them is for sure Eric Gordon and then probably P.J. Tucker. Oh, probably James Ennis. No, Mello. that's not worth shit. James <laughs> Ennis is not worth nothing. Right, Melo, that's the nigga I should do. This is the second time that a person who wants the Rockets to be better has said 
probably James Ennis. He ain't gonna be in the trade. Yeah, I don't know why niggas keep saying probably. No, James Ennis got to go. I'm so ha- I am so happy he's not on the Pistons. I, I don't mean that no disrespect. I don't. I am so happy. We can't with Blake. I am he so happy. Yeah, he was the Clippers. He came with the Clippers. Nah, he came with the Grizzlies. Yeah, I'm so happy he's not on the Pistons. But yeah, I would do anything to get him off my team. I mean, he don't. He don't do nothing. He just take the locker room space. Take yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's just because Melo, they want him to really adapt to coming off the bench. That nigga just out there. There's no reason. Standing. There's no reason why James Ennis should be starting over. James Ennis should not be start starting over Carmelo. No, I'm saying they just want Melo to get acclimated. To, All right, you gonna be coming in around these minutes type oh, wow. shit. That's just because that's the that's the shit they want to do. Yeah, he don't do nothing. No, but it's like no, we want you. I cannot do nothing. They just want him to play his backups. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They want him to play his backups so bad. This week nigga do that. Nah, they don't want him playing at all. That's the thing. It's like fuck it, we gotta play James Ennis. I mean, but that would lead them with like Clint Capella, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Chris Paul. Probably James Ennis still, and then Melo on the bench, Gerald Green. Hopefully, Mar- Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight do something from the Phoenix trade. This just looks like it's pushing it. Daryl Morey is obsessed with beating Golden State. This probably is his best bet because this team right here ain't going to do it. This no, shit ain't going to do it. I think they lost their They edge. need Jimmy Butler, but the window for this to happen and work is so tight and banking on some astronomical, just unbelievable shit happening. It's almost not worth it. Like, he even backed himself into a corner, and he ain't got no choice but to just start throwing haymakers. This is the first one. I don't think this shit gonna be worth it, but gotta give yourself a fighting shot. Like I said, you gotta throw haymakers. This is the fighting shot, and we don't know how Boogie Cousins gonna work. Steph look like he don't fuck with KD right now. He on some fuck all y'all. I'm just finna shoot this bitch, so maybe KD might get angry. You never know. No, this shit's gonna like not work. This is all KD want. He want to be carried for sure. He, he want that. He want to be baby dog. All right, Lando. So I got a question for you because right. I know. You got a problem with the Kevin Durant situation. I got a problem with the Kevin Durant situation. A lot of people do. But um, you look at Boston and you see Kyrie Irving. He's not really thriving there. And even though he did say, you know, I might sign back with the Celtics, he probably won't. Or you got to do like Jimmy Butler, who damn near throwing niggas under the bus. Like, hey, you know, these niggas weak. And he got his own team. But he like, you know what, these niggas so weak, I, I need my own. I need to be somewhere else. But then you got Kevin Durant who decided, I don't want my own team. I should go to another. I want to join a team. Do you have a problem with people decide that they want to join a team? Or people just damn near, like how Kyrie did in Cleveland, breaking up a team to say he wanted his own team? And then, which one bothers you? Which one is the problem for you? The problem with me would have to be the, the KD situation with him leaving, you know, to join a, a super team because it shows a lack of competitive nature because he was up three games to one. Now, Kyrie's situation with Cleveland, I get it. You do want to be the man. You want to have your own team. But he could have let that roll out. Like, he was going to have his own team. This team that we seen tonight, that could have been yours. Like, it, 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 he didn't want that shit. But I'm saying, like, everything was in place with him. He just created drama just because he didn't want to be there anymore. What Jimmy Butler is doing, I don't have a problem with. Practices are supposed to be combative. So you You're supposed to be honest with each other. I, I do have a problem with Kyrie Dick. Because he, he was kind of going behind people back, saying every, certain things about LeBron. LeBron James was going to bust up. Everybody knew that. Niggas no. knew that. Like I said, they only wanted one more year. But LeBron and, James got Tristan Thompson contract signed. Right. He, he got, got J.R. Smith, Smith contract yeah. signed. He got Kyle Corver contract signed. He got... 
Kevin Love contract basically signed. Kyrie was locked into a shithole if he signs back to that, knowing that LeBron gonna leave. Why would he stay? Bro, he didn't have to sign back to the deal. They could have stayed that one more no, year. And fuck that. even LeBron fuck said, that. LeBron mean, said, I was willing it. to take a back seat to you. No, I was gonna that. let you, you handle it. That to, you shouldn't have he told nobody he was my daddy. You shouldn't have had that white lady asking me about being no, my daddy. No. She did that her own. And yeah, she did that her own. The niggas be always saying, Yeah, I'm looking out for them like this. Dad, you watch this motherfucker, man. He told Kyle Kuzma that nut ass shit. Oh, about we didn't even talk about that. We didn't talk about that. And then this month. Oh, we got to talk about the fight. Oh, let's talk man. about the fight. Fuck the question. Like, yeah. the fight, man. What, what was going on? Chris Paul, if you can spit on you spit the bomb on the first. Uh, no, hold on, wait. I'm going I'm to retract the it's fight. It's a spit game. I'm going to go back to fight. I'm going to go back. Brandon Ingram was having a bad game. Oh, James Defensively. Harden. Let me, James Harden was flopping. Flopping he and elbowing. He was flopping and elbowing. And, and Brandon Ingram got sick of it. The ref called the foul. He, he then it was pushed James Harden hard as fuck. He cussed the ref out like that nigga wasn't a grown man. And then he... I'm honestly surprised more people don't do this shit. This is some shit that would bother me. If I'm playing decent defense, a nigga elbowing me and flop... How you gonna get both of the benefits? And then he, he elbowing and flopping? He walked off. And then... Uh, that's when Rondo and Chris Paul got into it. They got to that conversation. They said spit happened. I ain't gonna say the nigga spit or didn't spit. Spit happened. Chris Paul wiped his face. Put his finger in his face. And they got his shit rocked, and then he kind of hit him back, and then it was like, you he know, around a little. yeah. And there you go. What did y'all think after y'all seen this NBA fight? This is one of the pure NBA fights we've seen in a long time. Okay, first off, with with James Harden, I hate watching him play basketball. I I just do. I hate watching him play basketball. I didn't mind Ingram pushing him. The problem I had was if Chris Paul, if you feel like somebody has spat in your face, you have to throw first. You don't smush nobody hand hand in the face because you got what was coming for you. And somebody put their finger in my face, I got a swing on them. You got caught up. Ingram shouldn't have ran up on him and punched him again. That was uncalled for. I do think Chris Paul shouldn't have got suspended for those games because he got the worst of everything. He got sped on. <laughs> he got bombed on t- three times. <laughs> he had to get dragged to the locker room. He did nothing. He did nothing wrong. But Chris Paul is a dirty player. He's been punching guys in the nuts. For years, has been elbowing guys for years, kicking his leg out for years. He was throwing Rondo on the ground the whole game. Rondo got fed up on it. Rondo don't respect him, and that's why he did that. They got prior beefs. Look, I'm a historian, man. One of my favorite basketball players ever, obviously I didn't get to see his career prior to my birth, was Isaiah Thomas. I think that sometimes people like to compare Chris Paul's antics to Isaiah Thomas Isaiah Thomas was never a dirty player. If he yeah. have a, 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 if he ain't like you, he just blow your shit out. Chris Paul don't carry himself like that, and that's why I applaud Rondo for calling him out on it. Because, like you said, he's done a lot of backsided and hidden, hidden type of things where he's been dirty, but he also tries to maintain his squeaky clear image as the player association president and act like a good guy. He ain't no good guy. That yeah. nigga st- straight up throw a tantrum. He will slap you in the back of your head. Then he'll bite you if he not getting his way, and that's some whole shit. And for me, I think that you hit it on the on the on the, the the coffin with that one because Rondo saw I don't respect this guy. We already had issues. I done called you out before. I'm a real dude. I might respect the people I respect, but if I don't respect you, I'm gonna treat you like a bitch. I don't think he's spitting his face on purpose. Obviously, he had a mouth guard. It looked like it was kind of fit. So he also said that the video could have been tampered with. But I think that he saw a dude in his face that knew wasn't about that. And Chris Paul was standing there, he was shredding, he had his, his arms crossed, he was probably talking big crazy, and then he crossed the line. 
If you say I spit on you, like you said, Shannon Sharp alluded to it also, yeah. I'm beating your ass. Like, it's the, the whole gym got to shut down. Every People in the crowd got to come grab me off you if you spit on me. It's to the, it's to the death. One of us not leaving this bitch alive. And that's how you got to look at that situation. Like Shannon Sharp said, his grandfather told him when he was seven. Somebody, people spit and piss on the ground. Yeah. But niggas spit on your face? He don't respect you. You think you less than the ground. So you got to handle that. And for his only reaction to be finger wagging at somebody, it just to me don't feel right. And he got what he deserved. He should have probably got his shit blown like three years ago. And I was a big Chris Paul fan when I was a kid. Then you grew up and you see people for what they really are. And then sometimes you don't like that shit. And I don't like that shit. Them antics, how you carry yourself. I've been feeling like Rondo been feeling for a long time. He not a real dude. He not stand up. He not a good guy. He do all that bullshit for the, the state farm and all that. Try to make himself look like a family man. When he, he try to boss up to people and talk crazy. And he decided to get a shit blow. And I think I tweeted the shit. I hope this just starts a trend of people just chin checking him. Fuck it. You not finna get my face talking crazy to me. We already just seen your car get pulled. Now what's happening? Now you gotta prove it. Ain't night. Like my man saying the uh, five heartbeats. Ain't night. I gotta fight to prove my love. Fight to prove me you ain't no bitch. Cause you looking like one nigga that blew your shit and spit on you. So you see it. And you lost the fight. You lost the fight. Brandon Ingram then blew your shit out. Ain't got suspended twice. You ain't even get to go back to the Clippers. So I, I, I just, I don't fuck with that guy. That was the happiest I've been in a long time seeing him get his shit blew out. It's a good thing for me. I don't know, man. That shit turned up. The, the thing I, I took away from it is that nobody was mad. Yeah. The NBA gave him, him two games, you know, suspended other niggas, and, and that shit was just good ratings, honestly. Like, they that, they love that shit. they like, hell yeah, man, because I think the NBA has reached a point now. They couldn't do that back when you was growing up, Wendell. If Iverson would have fought a nigga, that shit would have been paying the fucking money. Or even Malice at the Palace type shit. That ended everything. Yeah. Yeah, that ended everything. Like, now it's like we done reached a point in the NBA where you can fight. And nobody is even gonna give it. No I mean, that was that was a fairly clean fight too, though, because it's it's almost like what happened with the the, the touchdown celebration in the NFL. It's been gone for so long that it's kind of revolved in the doors of how people look at it. So like right now with that situation, it was more than ever. You've seen LeBron James just holding his friend back, and you got all these people that just rushing to get in there, and they broke it up pretty quickly. So I think you can't have like a quick little rumble where it's not just getting all out of control because they have so many restraints already in place. So whereas people know, all right, you can't come off the bench no more. You get you getting suspended for sure. You getting fined. You, like all that shit is already in projection where you can have a little a quick little little scrap where it's like, all right, cool. A couple punches was thrown, then it's broken up. They already know that nothing is gonna escalate past some shit like the malice. That's never gonna happen ever again. So I think that, like Lando said, it ended it all, and now it's brought it back to where we can have some type of confrontation. Well, now it even brought it to a point where you don't even look at them. Well, not you, but they don't even look at them as thugs and or uh. Gangster that, type that, That's what I'm saying. Like, the Madison, the Pat, you got the, the dress code, all these things. That, look at how Russell Westbrook fucking dressing right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, J.R. Smith today had to cover up his tattoo because they got Supreme on there. Mm. No, but that's just because the NBA don't want to give it Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the dress code type shit, you, hey, know. you know. Oh, man. Uh, NBA up? players are heroes right now. Can't do no wrong. Can't do no wrong, dog. Uh, so, I guess we can just go around the league, dog. I mean, the Lakers have... They beat the they beat the Suns. It ain't really nothing. They beat Denver tonight, which is pretty. That's a pretty good win against a a pretty decent team, dog. Uh, what do you think they got to do with they with they what's they structure got to do? What they got to they got to get better lineups in there. They got to get some more post help um, to help out uh, McGee, and they have to get better at playing perimeter defense. Man, just come on. They're giving up like a, they gave up one hundred and thirty two points. They they lead the league, and points given points given up. The, the defense. Has not been playing well. Um, like I said, the other night was very entertaining. 
Very, and they have been very entertaining every single night. You know, LeBron hit the three to get him in overtime, missed the throws. I think it's going to be a fun year, but I think they have to tighten up their lineups and they have to um, they have to get better at perimeter defense. Uh, I think the whole NBA has just kind of stepped up. It's, it's speed of the game. Right now we got a very high-paced league. I don't know how long that's going to last as far as within to the season. But like I know that they said last night when the Golden State was playing that they averaged 113 last year and that led to pace for scoring. And now that's like 16th or something like that. Obviously, a lot of these teams are not going to be able to keep that up. But I think a lot more teams want to play faster pace. So, defense is going to start to decrease this season until we get to probably the playoffs or, you know, around after that all-star break. The Lakers, to me, the only thing I'll say that's been different is that, obviously, go, the Cleveland Cavaliers kind of went through this too. LeBron James is just filling them out. And, obviously, whatever he want to turn it on, he's going to turn it on and the game's going to look a lot different. I think that they do have to figure out the lineups. Uh, I would start Lonzo, Josh Hart, and probably Ingram next to Brian and, and, and JaVale McGee. Once they get uh, Mo Wagner, too, I think that he'll help them a lot because he stretches the floor. He's not really the best athlete, but he's another big body that's not afraid to kind of clash with people down low. And I think he just get, offers you more than what Jonathan Williams and Ivic Zubak can do for you. So I think that once they get that going and then you, you limit the rotation probably down to like Lance, Rondo, and KCP. Or KCP or Josh Hart off the bench because in basketball it's a little different. You want to get out to your starts, but I think Brown will be more ball dominant longer into the season. So having KCP out there really won't matter as much. And Josh Hart obviously be finishing the games. I think they'll figure it out. This team was already capped out at like fourth seed. They were never really going to be higher than fourth seed probably. So kind of just was what it was. Houston and Utah look like the next two teams. Denver to me – is a very good team, but I don't know if they'll be able to sustain this. They look like they're riding high right now. We don't know about a whole season from them. They have way too many injury-prone players. we already seen Will Barton. He's out for the next month or so, with a, or maybe longer, with a surgery. Um, Gary Harris has a very fishy injury history. Jamal Murray has bad ankles, so they say you know he gets yeah, injured a lot. Yeah, he gets injured a lot. They don't really have a small four. You already got Michael Porter Jr. out. So I don't know about Denver. San Antonio looks good. The Clippers look New Orleans. Decent. Yeah, New Orleans is probably the with Houston and Utah. That's probably the the guaranteed teams that we know are going to be right there next to the Warriors. I think Portland's going to be really good. Hey. Not really good. I they think look they're about the same. I mean, they got these little friends, Zach Collins, Nick Stauskas niggas that come in and do serve every other night, but them niggas not good. See, Tim McCollum ain't did shit for real. They're a good regular season. Yeah, I don't even think that core is that good anymore. Like you said, he ain't really did shit. Nurkic ain't really shit. Mm. Evan Turner give you what he want, but it ain't really shit. Yeah, you really count on the damn big yeah. point game, right? Mo Harkless is injured. Alfred Camino is he not? He's sorry. Yeah, he not somebody that you can get. Like I know, it looks ugly, but I know Joe Ingles is gonna come play every night. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is gonna come play every night. Fucking Rudy Gobert is gonna come play every night. You know what I'm saying? Utah is solidified, that I know they're gonna do these things. I know Anthony Davis is going to come play every night. Yeah, and Drew Holiday. I know Drew Holiday is going to come play every night. Good. I know he's going to play every night. Right now averaging like 25 points. Julius Randle. Off the bench. And if you get anything from Jaleel Okafor or Etwan Moore or any of them other niggas on their bench. Come from Moore. Etwan Moore and probably Hill. Something hey. I mean, I don't know. The West is it's going to be tough. I still wanna, I'm still i still waiting the 10-game window to see where niggas at. We still yeah. only four or five games in. Even though we only four or five games, I think the Raptors got the East in the bag. I think it's in the bag. Like I don't. When I said that shit earlier at the beginning of the season, niggas was Celtics Philly. 
Nah, the Raptors have the best player in the Eastern Conference, and he does not play. On I the think ball. that I don't think that it was that. I think we just didn't know this nigga was gonna hoop for real. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> yeah. the only thing. Only no, thing I, I told you Toronto won sixty games, the, and they no, added. I didn't know he was really gonna, gonna hoop for real. Yeah, he hooping for real. And I, that's the thing. Niggas didn't know if Kawhi was a hundred percent healthy. Because we knew last year. We knew he was healthy. We just didn't know if he was happy. We didn't know if he was happy neither. We knew last year if he would have played, that was the year he's supposed to take that leap. Because the year before that, he came third MVP. And now next year is going to be like, all right, this is my quarter show showout. Yeah. And he didn't play. Now, not this is showout year. And I've been saying this all week, man. But Kawhi Leonard is something that these niggas only heard of. They never seen before. These Eastern Conference niggas never seen this nigga before. He is destroying these niggas. His hands too big. His skills too good. And Kyle Lowry... He might be sad to run a rose and gone, but he ain't gonna be sad for long. I say this better on record: nigga. these, both of them are the best two players that either one has probably played at play with in their prime. <laughs> in their Because Tim Duncan was old as fuck when Kawhi Leonard was playing with him. Tony Parker was old as fuck when Kawhi Leonard was playing with him. Manu Ginobili was old as fuck when Kawhi Leonard was playing with him. Kyle Lowry, to me, you could make a push for Aldridge, but his play style don't match Kyle Lowry, match uh, Kawhi Leonard's like Kyle Lowry does. Having two perimeter players like that, I think that's perfect for him. And he just got other guys with him that I feel like he can trust. Serge Ibaka going to do what he do. It ain't that much, but he going to do what he do. Pascal Siakam, same shit. going to do what he do. Fred Van Fleet going to do what he do. Valanciunas going to do what he do. The Spurs, it was the system. These guys had their own set talents that they do. Obviously, the coach learned something from Dwayne Casey because Nick Nurse is still having them in the same kind of situations. They look pretty poised right now. The biggest issue to me in the Eastern Conference is – the triple-headed monster that's butt bumping heads in Boston between Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, and Jason Tatum. We thought it was people. Y'all talking this Terry Rozier shit. I don't think he the problem. Nah, it's Kyrie Irving and Jason Tatum. Jason, he is the one that can't take that back seat right now. Jason Tatum nah, believes it's I, his it's team. Cause, it's because Jason Tatum also start, but it's for sure Terry Rozier. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, listen, bro, what's the deal? Like, I don't. The thing about the. Because Gordon Hayward is also the thing that you got throwing here, too. Because Gordon Hayward is at a point where they starting this nigga. He was supposed to be the guy. And he's getting shots. But I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown believes he's better than him. And Terry Rose. Both. Marcus both Smart. Niggas. Everybody on the team. I think everybody niggas. looking at him like this nigga getting $180 million. <laughs> yeah. He is terrible. And they slow playing him into these roles where they got him starting. Forcing him the ball. They forcing him the ball. They getting They running plays. Jeff Warren It's like, that's a play that should be ran for this Dang. nigga shouldn't be having the ball in his hand. Like Shit, that nigga I should, Yeah, like he, we we don't like Kyrie, I get it. You know, so he played a couple games. We ain't need that nigga all year, man. <laughs> get that nigga up out of here. So they got him in there, they jamming that nigga in there. They trying to jam Kyrie back from his injury back in there, and they just don't look functional. Like the the whole structure, Brad Stevens, he's not looking genius like right now. Cause they having too many they supposed to be destroying these Eastern Conference. Yeah. They supposed to be beating the shit like, out of I think of the biggest there. problem right now is cause Gordon is his guy. That's key recruited him in college, played for him. He got him to the NBA. This is his guy. He force-feeding this nigga right now, and he shouldn't be doing it. I think he just got to let that shit roll. Get him out there, okay. Let him experience the game, okay. But let that shit come to him slowly. Don't keep running these design plays where it's like, all right, like Kyrie ever got a fucking turnover early because he's trying to force-feed this nigga the ball in the post. Don't do that shit. I think the problem is you can't have players play a lot the year before and be successful and then put them on the bench. That's just not going to work, man, because they're going to want to get in at the crucial time. Nobody wants to go from playing a lot to sitting on I the mean, bench at crucial moments. What I was saying, that shit not going to affect them into the playoffs. Like Austin said, these niggas should be easily, even with that shit you talking, that's the no, best. No, if you got, if you got, if you got a lineup problem, though, if, 
players need to get warmed nah, up. Like I, I can't said, get warmed up in four or five minutes out there. The Do you Kyrie make Irvin it? I've literally seen in this game today, and then I think two games ago, Kyrie Irving is waving Jason Tatum off. Jason Tatum had Terrence Ferguson on him. And he like, hey, bro, pass me the ball back. And Kyrie like, no, I'll go this way. And then he proceeds he to not used to Because he's not used to playing with him. But I'm saying – He's trying to tell him, hey, I can't force that to you. But it's like, no, bro, I, this is what I do. Yes. And that's where the problem is coming in between them three players. I don't, it ain't reached the bench yet. Oh, it's definitely reached the now, bench. No, but I'm talking about it's mattering. Them niggas should still be beating teams right now. No, man. It's, it's hard to get that rhythm, though. Definitely if you're forcing Gordon Hayward, he got to play 30 minutes. There's only so many minutes that can go around. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, Brown and Rosier, they used to playing a lot of minutes. Yeah. And that's why they was winning. Jalen Brown was always going to be – he's always going to be third fiddle anyway. I don't like <laughs> He going to take a back seat regardless. Yeah. Got this is, next year, this is Jason Tatum and Kyrie Irving's team. I think that Kyrie going to stay. And the only reason I think that is because he knows his body failing him. And he realized that right now it still looked good as I'm the oldest guy. It ain't his team, but I think it I think he's gonna go to New York. I think he's gonna go either Brooklyn or New York. Because he, he ain't gonna it's have no, it. There's no reason for Boston no, to pay him. Why would they why would they pay why him? Would they? Why would with Terry Rozier right there? Why would I? They probably wouldn't even pay Terry Rozier, honestly. Terry Rozier finna get an eighty five million dollar contract from Phoenix, probably. Bro Boston gotta match that. They can match. I wouldn't pay him and Kyrie both that. I would. Pay, I would keep gone. the young guy. That's what I'm saying. I'm keeping the young guy. I would let. I would let. I would let Kyrie go. He's been, his body has been beat up. He's been through so many injuries. He can't stay healthy a whole season. He's going to hurt this year. I'm going that with Terry. Make no sense. I mean, I mean, yeah. If Kyrie busts up and say I'm going to New York, of course they're going to keep Terry. Terry Rozier. I think Terry got more. He just he a better fit for the team. I ride with just Brad on this one. I mean, we see Brad. He know what he's doing with porn guards. He had three of them niggas. They all look competitive. I let both of them niggas walk, and I just, I get a guy. I draft a guy. They, they got probably picks. gonna have two top five picks. <laughs> they got picks. Year. I just draft a guy. Fuck it. Like it's. I mean, Brad know what he's doing. You got a veteran, Jason Tatum. You got Jalen Brown. They still first. They still got first round talent with Al Horford around them. I like that shit, man. You think I'm going? I where? think he the guy that's gonna leave. I don't know where, but I think he gonna leave just because he didn't been there for so long and out. The nigga reaching like thirty three. I don't see them paying him another time around. So it just make the most sense. And I think one of them higher picks would probably be better used for a big man. I don't, I don't see no guard that's going to come out and really transition that team. If you pairing it with something, then, yeah, obviously I got Jason Tatum already. you going to have Gordon Hayward because he don't nobody want that nigga. So you can't trade his contract. You got Jalen Brown. They just signed Marcus Smart. So maybe they can draft a point guard. But then it's you banking on a lot with that. Um. I think the last thing I mean, we could talk about Philly, but I do. I got a, just a question for y'all, and it's it got to do with the dude. I think is gonna be MVP, Anthony Davis, man. Um, he in the last year of his deal. Do y'all think the Pelicans should trade Anthony Davis? Because history shows that these niggas dip after this shit. Like, they had their money, they played their first, they little extension out, they got their money. They got a chance to do something, but they probably not going to go to the finals. You think they should try to get Anthony Davis out of here right now or just wait until he just leave eventually? Because he's probably going to leave this offseason anyway. I think for me, I'd probably try to convince him to go like the Brian route, the Brian Kevin Durant route. Just trust us year to year. Like, if you could talk him into signing them, them one in one year, I'd do that. Because they got money that's about to come off the books. And Drew Holiday, not a bad player. That's probably the only player that's really about to be on the books for like the next two years. Solomon Hill money finna come up. It's some other people money that's finna get off their books. And they didn't try everything they could for Anthony. They gave him a first-round pick for Miritich. They went and got Boogie. They didn't show him, hey, we trying to do this, bro. We we trying to figure it out however we can. 
So I think he didn't earn that from they didn't earn that from him. I think if they that'd be the best case scenario for for New Orleans is to just say, look, give us the one and one. We try to prove it a couple more years. We got this much money coming off, and then let's base this around you. You a superstar. Talk to somebody. Get somebody down here. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else coming off. Then we can make a push for this. And realistically, Golden State window probably like three years open. You know what I'm saying? Who else is the the other team? Kawhi Leonard is going to have his squad. Boston is going to be there. Anthony Davis is probably going to be a contender in like three years. Yeah, if he goes to the Lakers in the offseason, he for sure contender. Yeah. More, likely, more than likely, he's probably going to leave in the offseason. I would give it to he the – I would give it to the trade deadline if they can't really work out, like you said, like a one-year type of deal. You got to let them go. You got to get something for them. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> just going to leave. So you, you think he's going to leave? Yeah, he's going to L.A. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, that's the only team he can't go to. He can't get traded to Boston because of the little burn. I'm saying this, I'm saying even if he just they play the season now, he go to the playoffs, he lose. Yeah, he's going, he going nah, to L.A. Like Orlando said, you, you can't get nothing done. No, I'm saying, dude, y'all think he's going to stay. No, he ain't saying no. <laughs> I think that it's a shot. Yeah, I feel like. To me, the teams where you see niggas leave is where they don't give you. Like, when Brown left the first time, it's like, bro, y'all didn't trade for Amari. Y'all holding yeah. on to J.J. Hickson, bro? Come on, nigga. I like J.J., but damn. We bought the Amari Stoudemire? Damn. Like, when you see situations like that, then it's like, yeah, I see why that nigga left. Or with KD, Kevin Martin, whoever. Yeah, all of my booty-ass shooting guards, them niggas was like, come on, man, damn. Was a Who is these niggas? Was a, a nigga like me know they wasn't supposed to win that. It was never the better team. And Russell Westbrook, I seen – shout out to I, – I don't, I don't know his name for sure. Nate Jones, I think is his name. He's a basketball analyst that I follow. He, he write columns. He was talking about it the other day. Why people don't bash Steph Curry on defense is because Steph plays within the scheme and he gives effort on defense. Russell Westbrook, one of the worst defensive point guards in the league because he always fucking pouncing around. He don't stick with his fucking man. And that's why they lost that series because Clay Thompson got hot and hit all them threes in game six is because Russell Westbrook wasn't checking him. But when they hit shots, you get the ball back. KD yeah, and what was he doing? He also was jacking that KD, bitch. You talk, no, 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 no. What did you say earlier? KD I can't jacking. stand to watch James Harden hoop. You go back and watch games five through seven. That's exactly how Russell Westbrook is hooping. He's no, going to the about, whole I'm about KD, KD was missing a lot of shots. Yeah, because he, he played bad. He played bad. They was up 3-1. They should have won. Man. He choked. All them niggas choked. And Russell Westbrook, he choked KD choked. KD choked, and then he ran and joined them niggas. Can't beat them, join them. I think that's it, man. I ain't got nothing else to cover, right, dog? No, that's that's it, man. Yeah, that's about it, man. I think mm-hmm. pretty good, I'm man. about to go get some hoop, and then shout out to us on shout the 2K, us, man. We got a good team right now. Got a good, got a good solid, our man. guys. Um, So, don't forget to leave a like. Retweet the link when you see it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on, on SoundCloud. And uh, and, and spread the word, man. We, we getting big out here, so I'll be sick. When, when we when we get off on y'all niggas, fuck you thought. Uh, all right, y'all take it easy.